Hey, hey, mi gente. Bienvenidos to episode 9 of This Latina Travels. Before I get into this episode, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who has purchased a Puerto Rico guide or has shared it on their social platforms or tags me when a friend asks, what should I do in Puerto Rico? You all don't understand the joy it brings to my heart. Your support does not go unnoticed, and I am truly thankful. De todo corazón, gracias. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, a couple months ago, I released my Puerto Rico guide for purchase. What does that consist of, you might ask? Well, it starts off with giving you the best spots to take your pictures in Old San Juan, also known as Mi Viejo San Juan, as well as the best spots in San Juan, because let's be real, some of these places in the metro area are not worth your coins. My guide also shares one-day excursions such as El Yunque, aka the rainforest, or specific companies that will take you on a catamaran to Culebra for the day. Additionally, the names and the locations of my favorite beaches around the island and direct links of Airbnbs that I have stayed at and that I 100% recommend. And of course, my favorite panaderias, aka bakeries on the island. Yep, all of that for $25. So get it before I raise the price. Now, before I get into this episode, my producer and editor-in-chief has something to share with you. Well, I am super excited to be sharing with y'all my travels to, drum roll please, Las Islas Virgenes, aka the Virgin Islands, and for short, USVI. In this episode, I will be specifically talking about St. Thomas and St. John. Fun fact, did you know that the Virgin Islands consist of three main islands? They are St. Croix, St. Thomas, and St. John. And just like Puerto Rico, they are U.S. territories, meaning you do not need a passport to travel there. This trip was also extra special because it was a solo trip, and I specifically wanted it to be a solo trip. For many reasons, but to be honest, I wanted peace and tranquilidad, and I wanted to be on my time. Not saying that these factors can't happen when you travel with others, but when you travel by yourself, you don't have to worry about anyone but you, sis. You want to sleep in? You can sleep in. You want to wake up at 5am to catch the sunrise? You don't have to worry about waking up fulanito. It's on your time. I'll say this over and over again, but solo traveling has been one of the most eye-opening experiences in my life. Keep listening and you'll see why. Additionally, this trip was a celebration gift to me. I was starting a new chapter in my life. I had just been offered a new job and I accepted it because I knew it would open opportunities left and right. It was literal perfect timing. So why the Virgin Islands, you might ask? Well, the flight was super cheap, and it only took 35 minutes to get to St. Thomas from SJU. Plus, I've been on this kick of exploring more islands, you know, hashtag island hopping. In my previous job, I had traveled to St. Croix a couple times. But again, it was for work, so I never had the chance to really explore. All I knew for this trip, I wanted to stay in St. Thomas and also take a day trip to St. John. I figured since I already went to St. Croix, 
this was a perfect opportunity to check out the other two islands and actually explore. My research began by looking for a place. I wanted to splurge and have a beautiful view. So I found a place on Verbo, V-R-B-O, which is another app like Airbnb. This was the first time I had used this app. I had heard of it, but never used it. Of course, I did my research and found the same place I wanted to stay, but on Airbnb. And guess what? It actually had lesser fees on Verbo than Airbnb. So you know which route I went. This is also a travel tip when you're looking at places to stay. Compare prices. You just never know. Those 20, 30 bucks can be half a tank of gas. <laughs> Next, I booked my car rental. This was probably the most expensive part of my trip. Not sure if y'all know this, but because of the pandemic, many car rental companies ended up selling many of their cars to make up for the money loss due to the low seasons of travel. Hence, when things were slowly opening up again, getting a car rental reservation was not only super expensive, but nearly impossible. So I made sure I had my reservation locked. Fun fact number two. Did you know that USVI is the only place in the quote unquote US that you drive on the left side? <gasps> Overall, driving in St. Thomas was laid back. I know, the thought of driving on the left side may sound a bit scary, but it gets super easy once you get used to it. Don't let this be the reason why you won't rent a car and explore a new place. Now it's time to share some of my highlights from this trip. Make sure you have your notes app open or your Google Maps to pin these locations as wants to go for the future. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Number one, Maggins Bay in St. Thomas. This beach is absolutely beautiful. Not only was it less than a 10 minute drive from the Verbo location that I was staying, but the water was perfect. To enter the beach, there's a cost of $5 per car and $2 per person. So I paid a total of $7. These costs go towards the maintenance of the beach. Additionally, this beach has bathrooms and a whole bar and food options. I went early, so I decided to walk towards the far left and literally it felt like I was in my own private beach. Number two, took myself on a sunset cruise date. Yep, you heard that right. I took myself on a sunset cruise date with a VI cat in St. Thomas. I'll link the company in my show notes. I also have a reel on my Instagram where you can see a whole recap of my date. The check-in was around 4.30 p.m. at the Marriott Frenchman Cove Dock. The staff was super attentive and the boat cruise not only included drinks, but snacks. The cost of the excursion was $56.42 plus tip, and I would do it again. Number three, Trunk Bay in St. John. Now you may be thinking, how is this possible? How do you go from one island to the other for the day? Well, believe it or not, many people use the ferry as transportation for work. Clearly, I was using it to explore a new location. Here's the breakdown of the cost. The round trip cost $16.30, and I was able to pay with my credit card in person. I will link the schedule of the ferry in my show notes, but it takes approximately 20 minutes, and they run hourly anywhere between 6 a.m. and midnight. But as always, do your research prior because you never know. Once you arrive at St. John, you will see a lot of open taxis waiting to fill up with people. They will ask you where you're going and you just tell them Trunk Bay. They will charge you $6 per person when you arrive to the destination. So it was a total of 
cash only. Once I arrived at Chunk Bay, there was a $5 entrance fee per person, and like Magan's Bay, this beach has restrooms, a bar stand, and places to get food. But most importantly, this beach was magical. The sun hits the water and sand so perfectly that you don't realize the time passing. This was a place I pulled out my tripod and had a whole photo shoot, aka the cover photo of this episode, that many thought I had someone take. I tell you, solo traveling makes you do things outside of your comfort zone. I never felt so free and confident with myself. Additionally, traveling solo gives you that space to embrace what you have going on in your life. For example, during this moment at Trunk Bay, I cried real tears as I finally was able to grieve the death of my grandmother. I thought about what she would say to me at the moment and how proud she would be that I was exploring the world. I felt her presence with me in the calm waters and telling me that everything was going to be okay, that she would always be watching over me. (laughs) There's no timeline for grief, sis. It comes in waves. Some days the current is rough, but then there are days that the water is at peace. Wherever you are, just know you aren't alone and your feelings are completely valid. Before this episode ends, let's recap with some gems. Remember, to travel to USVI, you do not need a passport. It is a US territory, so just like Puerto Rico, you can come with a valid driver's license. If you're driving in USVI, which I highly recommend since public transportation is very limited, remember, you will be driving on the left side. At first, it will be a little weird, but then you'll get used to it. Book yourself a date, sis. You deserve to splurge on you. I highly recommend a sunset cruise, and you won't even feel like you're on your own. Not only that, but when you start treating yourself like the queen you are, you glow, sis. With that, I leave you. Until next time, mi gente. If you're listening via Apple Podcast or Spotify, don't forget to leave me a five-star rating and write me a review. But most importantly, subscribe and share this with a friend or two. Feel free to contact me if you have any questions via email at thislatinatravels at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at thislatinatravels. I hope you're ready for this journey because I sure can't wait to tell you more about why this Latina travels.